Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Yeah, hi. And Matthew Murray. Hello. You alright, mate? How's it going? Right. Uh, yeah. That was a test then. I just wanted to see who genuinely saw me as a mate. And Matt <laughs> stepped up and answered. I assumed, well, I assumed you're either uh, either talking to Matt because you just mentioned him, or James just because I was a bit concerned, to be honest. He didn't sound very oh, good. Oh, you, you, you were very low on that list. Okay. Um, <laughs> what a week it's been for the computer game show. There's been more feedback over the last show than we have ever had on any show ever, I think. <laughs> including any podcast that I've ever done. And it all comes from a betrayal and me uh, just uh, laying out some on. ground rules. What? It's not betrayal. Steady on. Yeah, oh, that's much. not... It was upsetting enough last week. Can we not do this? <laughs> I'm not going to go into it again, although we've got to address the, te- uh, the text messages. <laughs> You'll be getting texts. <laughs> You'll be Let's charged. Let's not go into the text messages. Oh, what, one pound a message and your your usual standard charge. Um, No, the tweets that we've got. Matt, do you want to go through the follow-up stuff this week? Um, I mean, not really, but we've, we've started <laughs> a segment. Let's go, because so we'll, it, it we'll backs me on. up. Let's Let's read these out. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there was really only one subject this week that people really wanted to get in contact with us about, and that might have been the uh, the fact that James and I uh, talked a little bit about his PS4 on our other uh, podcast. Um, how, how see-through are we going to be? How transparent are we going to be on this podcast? Are we going to be completely open and honest about everything that happens? I think we have to be now, don't we? Because well, Matt texts me, and well, texts the whole group like two days afterwards going, Oh, I feel really bad about that. Actually, <laughs> did. Oh, in the face, we did really bad. Well, feel well bad about that. So I just don't see what the big deal is. But I like on. the fact that he's turned on James now. Like he, <laughs> what? He, he, he didn't stand firm with his partner in crime. He was all, oh, sorry, man, won't happen again. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know how I felt. <laughs> oh, I thought it was very sweet, Matt. James, you're a knob. You might want to take note of Matt there. That's the right way to go about things. Right, okay. So all bets are off now, aren't we? If we're talking about private conversations yeah, like that, I'm trying to think what else I could, I've got on you, but <laughs> there's plenty, and it'll come at some point. Too much, BB. Right, okay. Come on, let's go through these tweets. So yeah, I mean, um, Sonic Mole uh, said he, he went for the latest uh, issue, and it started with the podcast equivalent of a halftime team talk um, issue. Which, uh, I don't know. Um, we came and rinse. What is that? No, it's po- latest podcast. All right, Sonic Mole, get it right. Latest issue. Well, hang on, no, no, Sonic Mole didn't say that. No, didn't that's say just issue. That's just me. Matt, what is the matter with you? <laughs> what? Are you trying to get a job? At I just said the Sonic Rins? Mole. What do you think I said? You said that the went for the latest issue. We went for the latest podcast. Oh, forget it. <laughs> he totally fucked it. He's bought into <laughs> the same issue. <laughs> you totally said issue. You did. You you fucking prick. Kane and Rince, if you want a um, subpar podcaster, you know where to. Find me, um, Adam Black. Uh, I love. I loved his tweet. Uh, great start to the show. Dave's dummies out. Uh, James and Matt are getting well fucked out of it, and Sean's cutting his toenails. So yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, all getting well fucked it. out of it. James. Do you know when you said that uh, you had to um, cut your toenails, Sean? Mm. Um, I assume you were joking, and then you, and then when I turned for you for a little bit of support, you went, "Oh, so I haven't been listening." <laughs> That's just the only voice I do now, is that voice. So that's, yeah, that's your impersonation of everyone. Voice. Oh, except for James, who's like, I don't like that game, it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, you see, I, I prefer that to the ner- that your nerd voice is just I don't like ridiculous. the UI 
<laughs> God. Next. Uh, uh, um, the Nick Parton was quite scared, actually. He says, uh, it seems that Chet Warriors was right. Turner's ego has manifested itself in this week's computer game pod with when terrifying did... consequences. So he's scared, if, but if anything. But when did Chet say that about me? When did he comment on my ego? Uh, he's probably said it loads of times. Uh, in private and, and yeah um michael um h duty on twitter um on, he actually found it quite positive he said i love how csc david turner's takes a computer game pod thank podcasts you podcasts don't podcasters don't often figure their fans so much well this is it right because i'm I mean, fully my full focus is on making this an intent it, like a uh interesting and entertaining show for the listeners that's the main focus your main focus is trying to get you know a little few people over to your shitty tech podcast you know what i mean <laughs> which by the way, might as well just be an Apple podcast because Jesus Christ, the, the only time you've ever mentioned Android was when Matt goes, oh yes, I, I've used Android once and it, it wasn't very good on the £12 phone that I bought to, to, to use. No, this, this is completely outrageous because we have talked about other things. Like we, talk, we talked about the first computer we ever had. That oh. We did a whole show on that. It was great. Cutting was edge, it a Mac? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go because we're getting um, to the yeah, good stuff I mean, now. We got a lot of feedback. Obviously, the, the the biggest amount of feedback we got from was a guy called Transters uh, on Twitter. I've got, he's got a small diatribe here. I'll, I'll read out an order. <laughs> Everyone sit down um, and uh, and maybe ring a love uh, maybe ring a loved one next of kin because it could be some time. Uh, the heated argument that was in the intro of the latest episode was certainly interesting, but I have a fair few things to say. Come Initially, on, I thought David sounded a little bit arrogant at first. But he at does first. make a fair point. Yeah, at first. I mean, how, how many episodes you listen to? The Jesus. thing is, I've earned the right to be arrogant. I'm at that point <laughs> in my career now where I can be arrogant because I do know what's best. Dave, so, you've always been like this. When you first started, you were like this. I remember. Because I was very good back yeah, then as well. Yeah, enjoy episode one. Sorry, the, the podcast with no name episode. <laughs> I was very good back then. And that's why I messaged you saying, you can improve this because this, this needs a lot of work. Yes. Anyway, and your your improvement was how about get a camera phone? Oh no, no basically I'm thinking about it a lot. I basically, I basically invented Instagram in those PMs. And I said, to you, <laughs> I said, wouldn't it be great, right? If like people could take pictures of like if they're in like launches of games or they've got a new game, and we can set it can be on a feed on the website. That I've invented that's, Instagram. That's, and, yeah, that's basically Instagram, isn't it, Matt? That what you've what you described pictures, there is yeah, Instagram. Is, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. When anyway, someone comes up to um, me in the street, goes to carries on. Can you describe Instagram for me? I'm like, oh, when there's a launch of a game, you can take pictures and put them on the website. Oh, is that Instagram? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt thinks it is. Can no, continue. I've won that argument. Anyway, um, <laughs> he carries on. With, okay, referring to Dave, without him as a host, I wouldn't really care for James and Matt. No disrespect for those guys. No, no, dis <laughs> no yeah, disrespect. I mean, That's no disrespect. Thing, but taken, but care taken. if you lived or died. <laughs> He's being honest. None taken. And uh, this is what I was saying last week. Carry no on. No disrespect. Um, um, basically, he said... Basically. No, Come well, on, no. you've, lost your, you've lost your place, haven't you? Well, no, no, you his, his messages don't, don't make sense. I mean, like, like a lot of stuff he's written here. But would not be successful if David was not on it. Likewise True. with Joypod. True. True. Didn't really, didn't really see the problem of James and Matt talking about PS4 on the podcast. But it was cheeky to do an exclusive fucking cheeky the exclusivity <laughs> was definitely overdoing it feels like they have their own agenda to eventually drift off and do their own thing oh uh, i would love that to seen, happen seen through us seen through yeah, us i would love I'll that, that to transparent transfers i'm so i can't believe our plans we foiled so early on they're just using I, us dave <laughs> it's <laughs> disgusting 
I, I, I would love it to happen because it would be like, you know, like when you when your kid runs off, you know, oh, I don't want to live here anymore. I'm going to live with, you know, such and such. And then they go and then within an hour they come back because they're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> no one actually Peter's cares mom. about them. Oh, I've run out of money. Um, <laughs> yeah. But never heard David so angry, not even during his Joypod days. Um, I have been genuinely angry. Yeah, the the uh the time where Michael just didn't show up for a show where we had a really important guest. At least he showed bit, up. I was a little bit more pissed off back then. I would say that, that was more off air though. I remember that was it. more off air. We didn't put yeah. that stuff on air. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep um, going. Regardless of what happened, I like the podcast and like all the guys equally. Um, so I'm just back <laughs> to a previous tweet here. Um, no disrespect. Don't really care for James and Matt. Would not be successful. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to the way it was earlier. Um, he clearly likes me better, but he's trying yeah, to be nice. It just shows yeah. he's a good guy. Like, he's a top, top guy. Or to girl. clarify my previous tweet, when I said I wouldn't really care for James and Matt without <laughs> David as a host, I was meant to say I wouldn't bother listening to their podcast. I did listen to their podcast. It was all right. Wouldn't otherwise if I didn't listen to a computer game show. It gave them exposure. <laughs> Apologies so to Matt if I spoke your name wrong with two T's. You know, it wasn't really the spelling of the name that offended me. Or <laughs> it's the, the fact that you said you didn't care who you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was fine actually. And then I saw two T's, I was like, this prick. Um, <laughs> negativity aside, the computer game show is great. Fair Thank dues you. to James and Matt for doing their own podcast for tech related stuff. Yeah, bless them. We'll endeavour to listen to future episodes of Interface if stuff I like are discussed. Otherwise, TG, TCGP, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, you know, is my thing. Well, it's all good. Um, and th- th- he ends it there. I mean, it sounds very maybe, confused. Maybe there's an anime to watch, I'm likes, not sure, but he stopped. If he likes Apple stuff, we've got that covered this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we You've have. got it covered every week. It's the only thing you cover, James. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? No, well, you we talked we... about the Commodore 64 one week. <laughs> we did, yeah. What, what are you going to talk about? Like, the, I love the fact that as well that they did predictions for the Apple event, and Matt's prediction was, "Oh, they'll probably have earpods that can connect into the light light connection at the bottom of the phone." Oh, really, Matt? Really? No one knew about that, did they? Before, and just by the fact the fucking things were posted on the internet about three fucking months ago, you mug. Uh, anyway, th- that was the first I heard that. I was listening a genuine new new prediction, but okay. I was listening to Interface today, and I this might get cut, but. Uh, I don't suppose you've heard it yet, Sean, have you? Uh, I haven't, no. Right, or, try or, or at all, and I, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> try, check well, I was, out, I was um, trying to deftly dodge that. No, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I do apologise. Check out I the... Do uh, not don't worry, you're not missing Sean. anything. <laughs> yeah, you're not missing anything. Um, try and listen out for Matt's little noise that he makes here. Listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is obviously maybe... I mean, they're, they're probably trying to encourage the take-up of Swift, you know, getting people to, to do that. Yeah. But it's also... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, because because this is the computer game show, it wouldn't be complete, complete if... Hold on. iPads to students and 4,500 Macs to teachers. Stick, stick with me. Um, and this is obviously maybe... I mean, they're, they're probably trying to encourage to take Why up of this? Swift, you know, getting people to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 9.55 on the latest interface to get involved. Yeah, um, everyone subscribe and download, like and subscribe. Uh, that's it for follow up this week. I uh, hope this week a little bit more positive. I'm not sure. Depends if trans- I'm just uh, a bit upset that he did this massive diatribe and I don't get mentioned once. Which I mean, you know, it's probably a good thing. You do get mentioned, don't you? No, he doesn't. It, I no, I don't yeah, exist. It's, it's fine for Sean to go off and do his thing. You know, yeah. he's got his own thing going. But for us, <laughs> as totally I say, not, as right. I say, Sean hasn't gone off and done his thing. He, this is the thing that he's gone off to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the difference. 
Like, he was Dark Zero Midnight Resistance, and then he fucked those boys off because he saw where the real talent was and come <laughs> over here. You know, and when I say real talent, I do mean me. Um, oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> I wasn't clear. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, you can't really compare it, James. Yeah, as, as Matt said, we, we started Interface before this. Yeah. yeah this was... But come on. You have a laugh, you know? Are you really comparing? Are you really saying that that's the main show? Who are you Ooh. kidding? Oh, obviously not. But you know, it's like James. How? How? I'm offended, James. Now, if anything. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. That's all behind us now. We're all ready to talk about the Apple conference that took place. Lot. No, there's been a hell of a lot of news this week, and we've got a lot to cover. And um, I mean, you know, it's been a really busy week in the news when Peter Molyneux releases a game without lying about it, and that barely <laughs> makes the headlines. Do you know what I mean? Now it, we is are that game focused... actually out in the UK yet? Because it looked class from what I no, saw. Only in the Philippines, but it did look very fucking good, didn't it? Looked it looked great, yeah. Mm, it's it really nice, still yeah. only in the Philippines. I guess. I, wow. I mean, it was in the Philippines at the end of last month. So when it was reported on, it had already been out for a few days. It wasn't it not like it had just hit the stores over there. Um, but yeah, so he, Peter Molyneux was basically, with 22 cans have put out a new mobile game and it's kind of like a, it's not really a survival game, it's more of a go and explore and bring materials back and build your base sort of game. Um, but it looks beautiful and uh, and has an interesting concept. So it's just very, very strange that it's out there and and, uh, and he hasn't really bullshitted his way to release, you know what I mean? Mm. Just not the Molyneux way, is it? Maybe he's changed, changed his tune. Um so obviously the biggest news for us this week is the uh, PlayStation meeting um, where they announced the Pro and the Slim, the two new consoles Sony are releasing uh, this year. They both had this year. Is that confirmed? Yeah, both yeah. this year. Um, the first thing I'll say is, I mean, I um, bailed after about half an hour because it's Sony. If anyone from Sony is listening, let me just give you a little bit of advice. Never, ever, ever again do a uh, talk the day of an Apple talk. Because it just exposes how bad you are at this shit <laughs> compared to them. And do you know what? Both companies, Apple and Sony, were showing off mediocre devices, right? <laughs> Nothing that was surprising or or um, entirely, like not groundbreaking. There was nothing special going on in either of them. But at least Apple sort of, like, they knew their audience. They knew... They wanted to point out things that they wanted to show off about these devices. They wanted to show them off and they wanted to show why you should be interested in them. But Sony come along and I just could not believe the shit that was going on in there. Probably the best bit, right, for me was when they were showing the Pro and how good HDR is and they had a full screen view of a game. Oh, mate, don't get me started on this. Halfway through went, this game looks great, doesn't it? Hmm. But what does it look like with HDR turned on? Looks even better, doesn't it? Looks exactly the same. We're all watching it through our shitty little <laughs> monitors on our laptops and phones and shit. We ain't going to see the difference. Why are you showing this? Surely, did that not come up? Did they not talk about that shit beforehand? It's very it's odd. Well, loads of, loads whole... of websites are doing it as well. Like, like oh yeah, so this new PS4, it's going to have HDR and blah, blah, blah. Here's, here's some comparison screenshots. It's fucking it's useless. Oh, yeah, the screenshot comparisons, yeah, where they were just slightly different colour. Yeah. No, that's not what HDR is. That's not what 4K is. You know, it was insane. I will say this, though, uh, before we go into what we think of the consoles and and uh, the rest of the uh, presentation. Um, I 
I, I was pissed off that I couldn't see what 4K gaming was like on these things. Of course I couldn't because, you know, I'm looking on my MacBook. However, I remembered that I had a 4K telly and it's got YouTube built in mm. and you can stream UHD videos from YouTube. So I searched on the YouTube app like for 4K gaming. So that Mass Effect Andromeda um, oh, yeah, yeah. gameplay demo uh, in 4K and it showed it off in 4K on my telly and I was absolutely blown away, like properly, mm. properly blown away. I just thought, holy fuck, I didn't think games could look this good. Like a serious step up from 1080p, serious step up. Um, and I wasn't expecting that because, you know, I haven't seen too much 4K content. The stuff that I have seen has ranged from a, a little bit better to really good, but uh, I've never really sat down and got into the 4K side of things. But when I saw, saw that Mass Effect trailer, I was like, okay, right, I I see what you're going for now. I see why this is important and why we should care. Um, so, yeah, but then there's that's the thing. How do you present that to the audience? You just fucking can't, can you? Mm. It's I mean, it's the thing, because I was, I was going a bit nuts about this HDR stuff because I still felt I didn't really explain what it is. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's better contrasts. <laughs> so, oh really good that's exciting is there is there but, a link between because you're you're into photography is there a link between hdr and photography there isn't and, which makes it even more confusing confusing yeah. <laughs> so, so what does hdr stand for high dynamic range right and so the idea is is that you go from a certain amount of colors that you can produce to a a, a larger amount is it or yeah i mean the, the photography one is where like so you know when you're taking pictures you can set the exposure which is how how long the aperture stays open which affects how much light gets onto the sensor yeah and what you do with hdr photography is you'll take um so rather than just shooting at the normal like the, the correct exposure you'll do one shot that's a bit too dark and one that's a bit too light and then basically you take the darkest bits of the light photograph and the lightest bits of the dark photograph and then merge them and then if you sort of get this sort of hyper-real, sort of overly detailed, sort of weird, unnatural-looking picture, which um, I don't really like the look of it. But it, Did it the, Didn't the iPhone, one of the old iPhones, try yeah, to do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think, the iPhone 5. I think some recent Android ones do it as well. But, um, right, right. So yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, there's there's more to it than that. But that's basically how it works. So yeah, so when they first started saying, "Oh yeah, HDR for TVs," and I was a bit like, "But surely that's just because like obviously you're not if you're showing stuff that's rendered in a game, you're not having to deal with like the actual rules of real life light and physics and <laughs> and that you're just rendering a thing. So what what is it exactly? Um, and just yeah, couldn't get like a decent explanation out of anyone. And I've since I, mean, I know uh, I know Matt's going to mention this right up on Eurogamer, where they're basically saying HDR is like the main point, and it's incredible. I was in a shop the other day, and I, and I saw it, and I, it might just be the way they've set it up because I know people in shops are notorious for that. I wasn't that bothered? Everything just looked like really sort of unnaturally, just like like all the colours were far too saturated. And it just looked weird and, and a bit rubbish, I thought. Strange. But, Matt, have you seen anything in yeah. HDR yet? Uh, no. I mean, I've seen stuff in the shop de- shop demos, but I don't mm. really listen to that because, it, yeah, it's it's typically just set up really poorly. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen stuff that looks impressive in shops, but I, I that could well just be 4K and not specifically HDR. So, 
No, I can't comment. But yeah, I mean, I've known about HDR. I know it's been, you know, from even like early last year, people said HDR is going to be the next big thing, as as big as the jump from SD to HD. People said, yeah, if you, if you want to get a TV, you need to wait for HDR. It's going to be the massive, massive thing. Um, so I knew it was big. I knew it was coming. Um, and yeah, and as Sean has mentioned, a digital foundry did like a, well, they've obviously done loads of stuff about this, but I watched this or listened to this 20 minute video they did the other day where they talk about it and saying that HDR is the thing that really elevates this, um, mm. you know, to, to, to something more than just a high resolution. A high, the 4K is great and all, and it, that's really super impressive, but combine that with HDR and it, it, it looks it looks incredible apparently obviously mm. hdr is also coming to all ps4 um yeah, it's coming which to is ps4 nice. as part of the next firmware yeah, update yeah, yeah. so mm. it's not just a ps4 pro um thing hdr will be um for both ps4 and ps4 pro obviously if you have a, a tv that does hdr but yeah i'm 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 super excited to see that but the whole the fact that 99 percent of people couldn't even see any of this stuff is yeah. is crazy and even on this digital foundry thing um this video i watched even they were saying that they can believe um that so how badly sony was communicating this sort of stuff mm. the, the, one of the guys in this video they were actually there live in, in america watching the actual you know presentation in in a theater and that mm. the other guy was at home watching it and um basically the guy there just could not believe how how poor it's communicated and that everyone else at home was just watching a subpar yeah. really compressed feed through but. youtube or whatever they're <laughs> seeing it whereas the guys in real life seeing like oh my God, i can't believe how incredible these visuals are but yeah, it's it's funny, but I mean, I don't I don't know what else they can do. Um, obviously, no one's really got a tech. They have to show it. They're gonna have. They're gonna obviously they go show video, but yeah, communication is gonna be massive for this. And mm. so but far, how, they haven't really done well. How how can they communicate it? Like, because unless you're watching it on like a HDR four K TV, surely you're gonna have no idea. What yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to. It's they a have bit like video, VR. But... You know, it's like you can't really communicate VR either, can you? Unless you actually experience it. No, but, but 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 VR's arguably, I think, actually an easier thing to communicate because you can sort of say, oh, it's like, you know, being in a virtual world and people have a better idea of that than just, oh, it's HDR, isn't it? It, it looks much better and people are like, well, I don't know what that is. Yeah, because at least with VR, thing? it's like you understand right off the bat that it involves putting a thing on your fucking head. So you're straight away, you're like, well, obviously this is going to be weird and unlike anything I've done before. Whereas, yeah, when it's with HDR TVs, it's like, it's like... Like part of you just like, but I've already got a TV that I think looks nice. So what's what is this? <laughs> it's it's really weird though because it's like after this event, you just hear I've heard like completely things on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Like you got Matt like saying about this is amazing and everything. And then other I mean, people like, just again, saying I've, I've been told I've read you know for a long time it's gonna be amazing. But then there's also like people just saying yeah this is a massive like white elephant. This is doesn't mm. mean anything. It's uh, you know but, I mean like, TVs are weird, aren't they? Like they, <laughs> like they're obviously there's pressure on tv manufacturers to keep coming up with shit to keep making well, the spine new there's, ones there's several mm. different price points that this is the way i see it right with tvs there's mm. several different price points that that they've got to try and hit they've got to get the sort of budget budget tvs like the proper dirt cheap ones you've got to hit your um your sort of medium budget your 500 pounds sort of things uh but you've got to constantly push these you know two three grand sets right yeah. And um, the only way they're going to do that is by keep coming up with the next big thing, mm. right? So, um, you know, part of me thinks I should have hold, held off from my TV because my TV is 4K, but it's not HDR, right? Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks, oh, I should have waited for HDR. But at the time when I was looking at these TVs, the HDR sets were like four, £500 more than what I was paying for my one. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of think, but by the time that HDR sets come down to my price range, 
there's almost definitely going to be something, something I need yeah. in the in the you know. 1000 to 1500 price range of TV, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I mean, weird, isn't it? It's uh, like you've I'm got a disappointing you, but it has already happened with 4K. Like, there's 4K, yeah. and then there's actually already what they're calling Ultra HD Premium, which is what people are saying is like this generation's version of HD ready. So, yeah, it's there's always gonna be something in the next six months, yeah, exactly. And, and, and then, and then when, when, when that one comes down, there'll be you know another high definite or, or some some new thing within the set that, that everyone needs. You there's know, we talk of the next Olympics well, being in 8K, yeah, there's 8K already. And so, I, I'm yeah. quite happy, I'm quite happy sort of staying in that mid budget range and getting mm. one every sort of seven to ten years rather than. You know, paying for because the biggest problem is the only time that I've got a ridiculously expensive TV was when I got my HD Ready TV. Mm. You know what I mean for for my Xbox 360. So I bought a HD TV before the 360 come out, and I spent you know about a grand on it or whatever. Um, and I was like, fucking yeah, this is the dog's bollocks. But within a year, I realised that actually HD Ready is shit compared to full HD. <laughs> and so the price drop. Basically, what I'm saying is that my TV now will devalue. At a slower rate than that fucking thing did, mm. you know, and that's 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 where I'm looking at. It. That's where I'm looking at my, at my purchase. And to be honest with you, I fucking love my TV. I'm well happy with it at the moment. That's the thing. Um, it, like it just feels like with TVs, it's like you if you're looking at buying a new TV, you basically start at the top and then you just say stuff like, right, what don't I need? So you go like, right, well, I don't need it to be curved. I don't need it to be 3D. <laughs> I don't like I've already got a Chromecast, so I don't need any smart features. And it's like and you're just sort of chipping away at it until you get something you're happy with, and then it's like, oh right, that's only three three hundred and fifty quid. Brilliant. You know, it's like you sort of it's like you've got to look at what's available and be like, out of these features that they're currently trying to sell me, what do I think is actually gonna stick and become I, important? I, you know? I will say this though, I basically I will say this though, and I do I do um you know, this is purely anecdotal but mm. i do find it funny how little um you know we 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 have a hobby where a big part of what you're seeing and experiencing is through your tv mm. and i see a lot of people on twitter that are like kicking off about frame rates and resolution and this that and the other but wouldn't do, like i've openly said well i'm i'm not getting a 4k tv i'm you know i'm happy with this little you know 32 inch thing that i'm using mm. and you just kind of think well, actually, maybe if it's your favourite hobby and and you know the TV's obviously a big part of it, then maybe invest a little bit. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I yeah, because I I get that, especially like with sound equipment as well. Just no one bothers. Everyone's like, well, I've got speakers in the TV, aren't I? And I'm like, fucking, how can you do that? Which obviously uh, that's I must partly admit, I'm me one of being those people. Well, exactly. So you're just as uh, bad, Dave. That's the thing. I am. I'm a scumbag. <laughs> I'm an actual scumbag. I mean, obviously, um, there's a degree of snobbery in that, and that's unfair, and people should just use whatever they like. But yeah, it's like you say, when you get people whining about frame rates and resolutions and stuff, um, yeah, maybe, maybe they should pay more attention to the Maybe they should get a bigger, gear, better TV, bigger, better man. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. With, uh, I mean, a lot of people have mentioned that this sort of model of instead of going from generation to generation doing these minor upgrades or whatever, um, a lot of people have sort of likened it to mobile phones. Mm. Um, I think the only problem there is that mobile phones don't tend to dwell on the past too much, whereas because we're not used to this, um, you know, sort of mid-generation upgrades, um, I think 
Sony and Microsoft are kind of forced to dwell on the past a little bit and sort of say, oh, but your old ones will still work. <laughs> like, I can't imagine Tim yeah, but Cook that, coming that's out. that's just because on smartphones and stuff, that's always just been a given, isn't it? That's mm. what I'm saying. It's the perception thing. That's yeah. So it, it's a harder sell now, isn't it? Because, like, as I say, Apple don't have to come out and go, oh, don't worry, the apps still work on the old ones. You know, they, they don't need to do that. Whereas Sony and Microsoft kind of do at the moment. And in doing so, they kind of devalue the new product they're bringing out like when they announced the slim it was kind of like yeah and this is oh this is a brilliant new console it plays all your games and but this one's slightly better and it, i don't know the, the i come away from that thinking i don't really need a pro um yeah. which is ridiculous as a 4k tv owner <laughs> i should be all about that but but i was kind of like actually i don't see it giving me enough to to jump on board at this time now don't get me wrong my PS4 breaks, I'm not getting a PS4 Slim, I'd be getting a PS4 Pro. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you haven't really sold this next jump to me because I think um, console makers are too tied into the past, you know what I mean? Uh, and they're older older equipment, um, which is kind of just makes everything just that little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Um, what what did you guys think? Like, what Were you interested? Matt, were you interested in getting a Pro? Um... I I wasn't after watching the uh, the, comp- the the presentation only because I obviously clearly couldn't see any of the benefits uh, visually, uh, but I've obviously since read a bit more and and, and there, there does seem to be some improvements to VR. So for, for that reason, I'm quite interested in getting one. Um, I guess it sort of depends on how much I could maybe get for my current PS4, and I'll see see what I'm doing around November time. But um, I mean, I, I was always obviously going to get a new TV uh, probably in 2017 anyway. So I don't think it's too much of an issue if I get it now and then. It'd be ready for a new TV, and if it does give me improvements to PSVR, then I'll be happy enough with that, frankly. Hmm. How about you, Sean? I think, I don't know. Um, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not getting one, because, well, for a start, I don't have a 4K TV. Um, and, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, if, if yeah, if you were getting a new one now because your PS4 broke or whatever, then, of course, you would get the Pro, because why not? Um, I do think it's a bit ugly, Oh, it's fucking disgraceful it's a bit looking of a thing, isn't it? Fucking brick, isn't it? Um, the awful design. Like honestly, if I sit again, I I don't know why they felt the need to try and make it look like a PS4. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I will ever understand that. Maybe because they want you know, the PS4's been successful and they want to sort of point out to customers that look, this is still a PS4, this is that big successful thing that you've heard all about. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's a PS4 with just a slab of plastic on top. Yeah. It's um, And have you seen the size comparison stuff? It's massive. Yeah, it's actually it? bigger than the PS4, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it's much bigger it's than the Bigger than the original, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slim, the bit, it was, I think it was towards the end, Dave, so you all have missed it, where they revealed the hardware itself on the stage and there was just absolute silence. That bit was really embarrassing, yeah. It was. That, that bit was the best bit of the whole thing. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was, that, that classic no, 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 it E3 was. car crash. When they, they did that whole thing where they like kind of slowly revealed it, and it's just silence. It was almost and, like you could yeah, hear was... like the motor on the thing revealing it, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was no, great. I heard that, because the, 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 the little drop, the box around it dropped or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just see it, it go... Was so, it was just... like incredibly amateurish. Yeah, it was, it was swank, brilliant. Wasn't it? I, I loved it. I do have a lot of time for Mark Cerny. Because I think he seems like a nice man, and he's made some good games. 
and he seems he well, just seems it's like when you you know when you see like Carmack talking I don't even understand a lot of it but it, I can tell he gives a shit and knows what he's doing I also really like the way he says PS4 Pro because he kept going well, PS4 Pro <laughs> well, his voice in general is just so soothing I, yeah. I was practically falling asleep just listening well, to him well that's the problem isn't it like I mean he seems like a nice guy or whatever but uh, you don't stick him on, on stage like, <laughs> to present your new console because people will be asleep within five minutes mm. I said the man's a walking ASR, ASMR machine you know what I mean <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, although the, the revealing of the the um, the PS4 and what uh, Pro and what it looks like couldn't have been as embarrassing as when <laughs> when they switched the control room mic on instead of the guy on stage. That was good, oh, that wasn't was it? And the guy goes, "Mike's not on. His mic's not on. His mic's not on. Oh God, his mic's not on." <laughs> Max not on. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking belly. I don't. I, I think I tweeted. This is James's best bit. Like, this is the bit that James will remember the most. It, it was seriously going to like Konami territory. It was. It was <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Um, we haven't actually given much information about the, the console itself. Let's go for it. Well, it, it's, it's roughly twice as powerful as the PS4, um, which is less than what we expected, right? Because there was these rumors going around that it was five times more powerful, wasn't it? This was a while ago. This was. I'm talking like towards the start of the year when we first heard about it that it was going to be this all singing, all dancing, complete, you know, um, overhaul of the architecture, but um, that it was going to be so much more powerful than this. Yeah, it, I think because a lot of the discussion centered also around Scorpio and, and that being like eight times as powerful as Xbox One, and this was just like, you know, uh, well, I, the rumor was originally like three or four times as, as powerful as PS4, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not as powerful as people as, as suspected, but. I suspect people just were saying all sorts of stuff to to be perfectly honest with you, but it does upscale existing PS4 games uh, to, to 4K, so that's, that's that's not native 4K, but it does upscale them. Um, it comes with a new DualShock controller. It's out November 10th. It's it's only three hundred forty nine pounds, which I actually thought was decent. Yeah, it's it less is. than I assumed it was going to be. I, I was thinking four hundred pounds really, but um, so have they confirmed just- if? Have they confirmed that anything runs at native 4K? Because I'd heard things saying that actually nothing is quite native. Is that right? Um, yeah, so uh, um, I, I, I'm not sure which is. I, I, they, they've done things to the Last of Us Remaster Collection, which it, it basically runs at a, a sort of <laughs> sort of native 4K. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's it feels a bit a bit grey and a bit weird at the moment. Um, mm. I'm not, it's I'm just not strange. Sure. I mean, I, like obviously most people are never going to tell the difference. It just seems like an odd thing. Feels like they've gone off a bit half cocked with it. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? it, it's it's certainly strange about native 4K and upscaled mm. 4K and how mm. how good they look. And mm. yeah, I mean, it, it seems quite confusing even to you know incredibly tech savvy people. Uh, mm. it, it doesn't for one percent percent clear. Were, they mm. were clearly clearly self-conscious about price weren't they yeah um i think that a big part of designing this was to hey let's not ask them to spend a ridiculous amount of money because well we've done that before and it didn't work out too well you know what i'm saying Mm. and um uh i mean that's even more evident when you consider there's not a hd um the uh blu-ray player in there um because i think that would have been a great little tick box for their for their console hey and if you're into 4k blu-rays then buy one of these and you've essentially got a 4k blu-ray player and then i know the argument is how many people do you actually know that uses blu-rays anymore um and i understand that but i mean to stick that on the box would be enough like it would be worth doing Hmm. um i can only assume that it it raised the price too much and they were they were uh they had a target to hit you know what i mean yeah yeah. this this console can't cost more than this 
Uh, and yeah, all it's left with is a, a little bit disappointing, I think. Mm. For me, anyway. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I'm not. I'm not in a situation in my life where I can go around spending money on new consoles that I've got. You know, unless it plays games that I could never play on on the one that I've got, then I kind of want to avoid buying something like that you see it's sort um, of it's interesting that it might run existing games more smoothly than the old ps4 does but that's a bit of a worrying precedent to set isn't it if you if you just it like does it just mean that the first half of a con you know of console's life cycle it's just gonna be like well games don't run very well but there'll be like a 0.5 version of the console later so yeah it's all right yeah Deal um, with it for now. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how bad they like, these uh, these people get with that. Um, the other thing I'd heard is that um, online stuff won't have 4K or something. Is that true? Mm. I, the, the, I haven't heard that myself. Well, so um, what, think, you're saying think, what you can't play online in 4K? Yeah, I do, I th- I'm pretty sure that's what they said. No, or either that or um, if you decide to upscale to 60 frames per second you won't be able to do that uh, online like for you know multiplayer games because obviously there's a clear advantage there for whoever's running at 60 frames per second yeah perhaps you just have to ensure parity like everyone's using it at the same frame rate i mean they said basically most game on me who's that whose phone was that that might be me (laughs) that's a fine all right (laughs) oh trance is giving on my ass now (laughs) At least I show a little bit of respect for my listeners. And that was Chet Roivas, wasn't it? Just carry on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, go. Yeah, so I'm saying basically it looks like most of the big games that are getting support for 4K and stuff, is it's a choice between 4K at 30 frames a second or 1080p at 60. Which again just feels a bit like, just feels a bit limp. <laughs> Like again, yeah. I don't care. I don't think, I've, I don't think this is ever going to annoy me. It just seems like a strange... Like another weird concession to make. Yeah, and it's more fragmentation as well, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very, very strange. Mm. Um, there are also um, other improvements, like remote play goes up to 1080p now. You can okay. share sort of 4K screenshots, 1080p video, 1080p uh, 60 frames YouTube streaming. So there's other um, more sort of realistic that upgrades that more people will take take sort of notice of and make use of. I think. What? Why? Why couldn't you do that before? Uh, what was stopping you doing that on the PS4? I presume <laughs> capturing full 1080p footage was just a bit too heavy for it. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. Like, that, you, know, rent, you know, recording that plus playing the game. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was just too yeah, much. Faff. Who knows? Uh, James, what? What? I mean, you haven't said much. What do you think about the PS4 Pro? Are you interested as a new no. PS4 buyer? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is I was actually really pleased when they they announced the Slim, and then mm. like. It's not like um, you know ridiculously cheaper than what I paid for the PS4 I've got, so I was, I was quite pleased about that. But um, I know I don't I don't really care to be honest that much because I like Sean. I don't own a 4K TV. Hmm. This doesn't mean anything to me really at the moment. I mean, maybe in the future it will, but I don't know. I not not running because it because you know there are several different options for games, isn't there? The way where they can run. 1080p games better so even if you mm-hmm. haven't got a 4k tv you could you know take advantage of the extra power to to get 60 frames per second out of your games and stuff i don't know i mean things already look really good like i, I think yeah. things look pretty good already i'm not really yeah, that they were saying that back in like the sd era <laughs> no they weren't True. 
No, that is true. <laughs> when I saw Euro 96 on the Sega Saturn, I was like, I can't imagine football games ever looking better than this. <laughs> um, yeah, weird one. Um, I think maybe it's too early to call. I, it, it's certainly a console that I'm going to keep my eye on and see what the reception's like when it, once it's out. But right now, they've done nothing to convince me that this is worth upgrading to. Like, it's not a must-have. I mean, no. it's it's probably the way to go if you're thinking about jumping onto a, a PS4 for the first time. But uh, for people that already own PS4s, I can't see a major benefit in sh- you know in forking out that amount of money. The thing uh, is, I think even as it's out, it's given a muted response because you know, barely anyone has all the you know, the, the display to actually get the most out of it. So. Even when this is out on the 10th of November, I can't see suddenly everyone's like, oh my God, it's incredible. I just can't see that because... Bang on, Matt. There, there was the whole thing, though, about how apparently VR will work a lot better with this than yeah, with yeah. the standard one. Doesn't that tempt you at all? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, he yeah, literally I, I just spoke that, about that, but crack, yeah. crack on, Matt. He, I mean, he's he's literally mentioned that already, James, but let's let's go. Yeah, go and repeat yourself, Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm interested because it, it brings improvements to PSVR. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> comparing this to like uh, Scorpio, this uh, this actually feels much more like just an incremental upgrade. Whereas, obviously, I think we've heard about Scorpio, the E3, uh, uh, Microsoft mentioned E3, and also just the rumors that it's just it's still more powerful than than what Neo is. That's what excites me about that more. For some reason that that feels like a much bigger upgrade than this. Now seeing it, just feels like quite incremental. Again, I haven't actually seen the visuals this machine can deliver. But do, do you feel like do you feel like this feels very much like a Quite a small but important incremental upgrade. Where yeah, doesn't, doesn't even like feel doesn't even feel like a confident half step. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like a quarter. Especially when you compare it against what what the um, Xbox One S has to offer. Mm. I mean, Xbox One S does HDR right, and it does 4K. Although it doesn't do 4K natively run running games, which is you know a bit of a downer. Yeah. But it does have a, a 4K Blu-ray player in it, which I mean. Not many people actually care about, but it's certainly a nice to have. Um, yeah, it kind of just thinks it, like it doesn't feel like a massive step up from from a uh, Xbox One S, and that's quite worrying, really, because they've released their own uh, slim console. I mean, it's not worrying; it's still you know Sony are still making a shed shed load of money from these things, but yeah, I mean, maybe this is going into the phone model so quickly that already we're saying this is very much an S upgrade. I'll probably skip it for the next main one. I don't know. Already, it might feel like, yeah, these are nice features, and if you get this one, awesome, but I would probably wait for two years down the line and it's an even better upgrade. So but the thing is, is what about if, like, next year, like, towards the end of next year, they start making noises about there's a new one coming? I think I think that'll piss people off. Yeah, I, I th- it will absolutely piss people off. Because then, then it's going to feel, even though it might not be a yearly up upgrade, I think people are going to start thinking, hold on, is that what's going to happen now? I'm going to buy a brand new console for, you know, 300 quid and all of a sudden you're talking about the next one. I, 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 how old is PS4? Is it a three? It must be three years old, right? Three years, yeah, I think. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if I stick to a, a three-year cycle. That's still shorter than most generations, but enough. Three year would make sense. Yeah. But what, what if the Scorpio comes out and it's like massively, massively better? Well, this is it, isn't it? This is what I was coming to. Microsoft have kind of a a shot now, I think. They've got a shot to come out with the Scorpio next year and for it to just blow your balls off. Um, and, I'm not, and they've got a year to find the materials and, and get it done. And I think actually getting 
given what's happened so far in this generation, I think they'll do whatever it takes, frankly, to get whatever they can in this machine to make sure it absolutely crushes Neo in terms of uh, tech specs. Mm, certainly going to be yeah, yeah. it's going to be super interesting to see interesting, what, yeah. see when they eventually announce that and what it's going to do they've already said like there's been like tweets and interviews they've always said that they're, they're not worried at all about what, what they're showing with PS4 Pro um, so uh, yeah it's going to be super interesting to see what happens next E3 and, and whenever they announce whatever Scorpio it is yeah interesting one right okay that was not the only gaming news to come out of last week because um, uh, th- there was the Apple event and obviously we won't cover what's going on there because Matt and James have done such a stellar job of doing that on Interface. No, we there was some gaming news to come out of that and um, when I heard it, I was driving in my car listening to the Apple conference and um, or what they call it, Keynote those ones, I yeah. don't know, not meeting um, and uh, I genuinely got goosebumps like I was genuinely excited when they announced um, that Mario was finally coming to iPhone um, and I was buzzing and I got home and I was like, Joe, you know, Harry's going to love this. There's a really simple Mario game for iPhone. This is brilliant. Uh, and the way they presented it and the way they sort of built up to it and hinted and then Shigeru Miyamoto coming on stage and showing this game. Very, very well done. But since then, I've been looking back at it and thinking, hold on. You know, I, at first it felt like Apple going, we've got him. We've got Mario. This is it. And then you start hearing things about actually it's just a mobile game that's going to be available on everything. It's just that they announced it on the, I on think the said, Apple Store. I, I think maybe no, it's got, timed exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, because no, yeah, James was times. saying it's yeah. yeah. It said like then, iOS first. But yeah. I I must admit I was surprised to hear it was coming to Android because that's uh, a lot more of an open system than um than iPhone, isn't it? I mean, really? how long yeah, before it just gets ripped and put on the internet like every Nintendo other Android app? want to make money, though, don't they? And it's, you know, they just go wherever there's the money at the moment with mobile stuff. Yeah, but with piracy so big on Android, like, are they going to make that much money, do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll do all right. I mean, it's a fucking Mario game, isn't it? I mean, piracy or no, like, Android's not as dead as it used to be because i think oh, because, right, because okay. android's like because its popularity has grown it now isn't just used by lads who know how to pirate stuff um so i, th- I don't think it's half as bad as it used to be um, right okay i'm going on some outdated opinions then because yeah. obviously i'm not an android user yeah. um but i'd heard that it was a complete wasteland because developers didn't want to develop for it because they get no, fucked over. that's all right there's loads days. of stuff that comes out yeah. it's just they don't make as much money on Android as they do on uh, iOS, but they still make tons of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Okay, so what did you guys think? Mario Run, Super Mario I Run. Wanna, I want to play it because, like, just looking at it, I'm unconvinced. I'm not unconvinced. I just I feel like it could go either way, you know. Um, it looked really conservative to me. It did like you know, as in just kind of exactly what you'd expect them to do. Yeah, they like it's it. so safe, and maybe that's. That's the right move. Like, obviously, no one wants a, a fully featured Mario game with fucking on-screen buttons. Um, but it is... I don't know, maybe it's... A bit like, because obviously Nintendo are always innovative. So to see them go, right, we're going to do a Mario phone game. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it like Rayman. That Rayman game, yeah. all the other, like, half-decent one-button platformers on the on the platform. So it's like they've just Mr. sort of... Crab. They've, like They've come to the table and gone... Oh no, you guys have already got this. Right, okay. 
we'll just do another <laughs> one of those. <laughs> you know? um, maybe I'm That's being it, unfair. They were playing Mr. Crab, <laughs> and they thought, right, this is the best platformer ever, on ever I- iOS. On any format. Let's whack, let's whack this idea in. Mm. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying, but it's still pretty exciting that Mario's just like going to be available like this. Yeah, and I'm sure. I'm pretty sure this is basically going to be used as an elaborate paid-for advert for the next Mario game. Possibly. Like I'm, mm. I'm, com- I'm completely convinced now that there will be a new Super Mario-style game to launch the N- NX. Yeah, totally. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure of it because they'll want to get this game in there in people's hands get like remind people that mario exists not that they need reminding but you know sort of get that new super mario style thing in into the mass market and then come early next year when people have been playing this game they'll see those same visuals but for the nx oh yeah nintendo i've got a new console i think they're definitely trying to bridge towards that um yeah and yeah i i'm almost willing to put an app bet on it Look, there'll be a new Super Mario Bros. game to launch that that system. That's uh, pretty safe, isn't it? I it is pretty safe. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't see many of you taking me up on that. But and yeah, I think I wasn't thinking that before. I thought they were going to rest that series for a while. But after seeing that uh, on on iPhone, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah that's what they're going to do next, I think. Um, but yeah, no, it's just good to see Shigeru Miyamoto out again, wasn't it? Yeah, that was cool. Because he's not done... I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw him on a stage. Been a while. I mean, obviously, yeah, Nintendo well, haven't Nintendo Nintendo like in in and of themselves haven't been on a stage for a while. Yeah, they they just they tend to do, do directs. But like, he's not even been like heavily involved in any Nintendo directs for the last couple of years. Maybe yeah, that's true. Well, he was a puppet, wasn't he, for a bit? He was. Yeah, remember that one. Um, um, he's looking really well as well. It's just it was just good to see his he face. Is. I mean, Pathetic, considering really, you know. He's Best mate died last year. Um, doing all right. Yeah, and I mean, he's he's oh, he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? Uh, I don't know how old he is, but yeah, he must be late fifties, early sixties. I would have thought. No spring chicken. No. Right. Okay. Are we done with news? Did anyone else want to add anything? Uh, Last Guardian's delayed. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, not all, not massively surprised. Why not? Um, I'm like I'm still in a, in a place where I'm. Not convinced it's going to fucking come out, or if it does, really? it's, not, it's not going to be any good. Um, but I know it's just me being cynical. I just feel like the development's been far too troubled now. Um, but maybe it'll, know, maybe that's it'll definitely come out. It's just that what sort of state is it going to be? Yeah, in? yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be interesting. I mean, it's got to come out because it's like Sony's only thing they got coming out like towards the end of the year. I can't think of another Sony game. I suppose you've yeah, got all the VR right. stuff, so maybe they're just focusing on that. Yeah. But you know, there's not much Sony stuff out, and they're kind of resting on that to be their their big push for the end of the year. Um, and I was surprised, actually. I was surprised because I just thought they really did come out and say, "Here's the release date. This is definitely coming out." Blah 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 blah. And now all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we're pushing it back. <laughs> I mean, if they do that again. I don't know. Oh, I they mean, can't do it again. They obviously up. want it out for Christmas. And yeah, to be fair, December, to be fair, as late as it can go. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, well, that'd be a fucking good Christmas game. Yeah, true. But well, when's the last it, time it would have been game? It would have been in 2011. I just read this tweet. Somebody had somebody retweeted PlayStation Europe from 2010. It just says the Last Guardian coming to PS3 holiday 2011. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> watch the new trailer here. <laughs> um, uh, when was the last good? December 
uh, game mat. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's typically like September, October, November, but in December, that's, this is about as I've late as it can get. You. I've got your one for you. Last year, Rainbow Six Vegas <laughs> Siege. Yeah, that little number game changer. Yeah, Rainbow Six Put Vegas. I think it's just called Rainbow Six uh, Siege. Oh yeah, I added the Vegas in there because I'm so used. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to being Rainbow Six Vegas Rainbow Six Siege. Vegas two, six Siege. Siege. Thunderstorm. Like, yeah, I read all the Tom Clancy books. Rainbow, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Recons. Mm. Um, okay, that's it for news this week. Let's get on to what we've been playing. And I'm going to start with James Farley because he's got something very exciting to talk about, haven't you, James? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is well exciting. I mean, after a Twitter poll, it was decided that I was going to play Knack as the uh, the first game that uh, that Matt sent me. And uh, yeah, it, it, I, I finished it. I can't wait to hear what you think of this because I genuinely, genuinely don't think it's that bad of a game. I mean, it's not a classic by any stretch of an imagination. But I still really enjoy playing it. So, well, come on. Let's see what okay, you think. Okay. I've got some notes. Oh, um, God. <laughs> well, you see, I think overall the best word to describe it is tedious, is is probably the best way. <laughs> no, it's it's um, The character design is awful. Um, what do like, you mean knack, by that? Well, knack in, 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 the actual, like, just knack is just really unappealing. Like, if you look at it, it just looks horrible. Yeah, it like, looks yeah. horrible, but, like, when he gets all big and that, that's, I found that well satisfying. Really? Okay. Yeah, like, he gets all big and that. And then you can, <laughs> you know, when he gets all big. But, like, I mean, he starts there's... off little, right, and then he picks up stuff, and then he gets all big and that, you know. And they do that every single level. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it starts off every... That, see, that's the thing about it, was it, it's just so incredibly repetitive. It's like you, every single, like, sort of new sort of, you know, level design. It's it's the same thing. It, you start off small, you get a bit bigger, you fight something big, and then you do the whole thing all over again. Yeah, it does I mean, shake things up. I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, the other thing about it is, do you remember like anything about the story? Oh, oh yeah, I do. There was some weird shit in there because it really would have been better if there wasn't one. Because really? it, what's weird about it is, it's really dull. And it doesn't really say anything. Like, it's not... I don't really know what the point of it is. It's a kid's game, isn't it? Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's the whole point. If you're going to do, if you're gonna do like, a game for, like, all ages or whatever, then either make a really good, like, go of the story or don't bother. Like, you know, they don't really bother... Oh, come on, James. Games, you, you've watched enough TV, like, kids' TV, to know that that's not the case. They never, they, they never just, like, go, oh, is this a really good story, or should we just leave the story out completely? No, it's usually just absolute terrible that's... dross coming through the TV. <laughs> yeah, but that's the kids' TV. This is, like, a game. And it's, like, if you're going to... Yeah, no different. Like, if you think about it, like, think about, like, Mario games or whatever. They don't have, like, brilliant story, but because the game plays really well. And, you know, they should just done that with this. You know, just, just don't bother, because it's just awful. I mean, to be honest, the goblins had a fair point, like, attacking the humans. Yeah, I thought that. You know, because they were being they were being horrible, and also, I mean, the doctor. You know, do you remember the doctor? Yeah, in? I do. Yeah. He's just an ass, like through the whole thing, <laughs> and you're just expecting that he's going to go bad at some point or whatever. He's just horrible. He's just, you know, can I can I spoil any of the story? Is that all right? Oh, I don't um, know. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to call uh, spoiler bot who I'm tempted to call Mark Cerny from now on, but uh, I won't at this point. I'm, I won't even call him. Just yeah, go for it. So anyway, do you remember the thing with with the girlfriend? The girlfriend of the guy... Was that the guy with the pilot? It was... No, it was the girlfriend of the doctor. 
who oh, like yeah, she went died missing. or something. Yeah, because they they like they like do this sort of like foreshadowing of this story of like involving this this character that's like you know supposedly died and gone missing, but then they keep making a big thing out of like oh look all these machines look a lot like the cars she used to design a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And then, which is terrible. And then when you eventually, like, catch up with her, because obviously she's around, it turns out she's been, like, developing weapons for the goblins. But no one seems to think this is a problem, like, at all. It's, it's, it doesn't seem to matter. No one cares. What do you and mean? Well, isn't, you know, isn't that just satire on, you know, how America sell their arms to what eventually become the terrorists? No, I don't think so. No, no. okay. It's just Fine. just bad storytelling. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was it, the story. It was just I don't. Know, you see, I don't know. I was just really bored by it. But I mean, aside from all of that, the gameplay is is just extremely repetitive. It's like really. I mean, I don't know how you got any enjoyment out of it. To be honest, I mean, really? it's just the same thing over and over again. And also, I mean, didn't you find like the checkpointing is really terrible as well? Um, on very rare occasions, yeah, the ter- checkpointing would would uh, fuck up I did, I did, it wasn't like a constant thing it was just every now and then it would send me way, way back and I was like what the fuck um, but yeah I didn't know it didn't bother me that much at all did you finish the game? Um, no I got I must have got I mean because it's really fucking long isn't it no you got less than halfway through and Absolutely. I know that for a fact because <laughs> when, whenever you find stuff it Props up and says like, who else of your friends this has discovered stuff? And you, I left you behind after about five hours. I no, 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 no. I have definitely played more than five hours of that. Like, like definitely. I remember following the um, the uh, guide and thinking, I, I must have been. How many missions are there in it? Uh, thirteen. Totally. I'm, I must have been nine or ten missions in. Definitely. Really? Yeah, I definitely. Because so. anyway, I definitely remember being that far in because I, I could. I wish I knew the fucking story so I could tell you where it was, but as you say, it's instantly forgettable. Yeah, but I mean, as as I said, I mean, as it gets... I mean, the other thing about it is that it's supposed to be a game that's clearly been designed for all ages. You know, that's kind of like the idea. This was like, you know, a launch PS4 game to try and, you know, show they do other stuff, not just shooting and stuff. But it's really hard. Did you find it difficult? Yeah, there's some some big difficulty spikes, yeah, definitely. And it's like, I mean... My kids were like watching me play some of this, and then my daughter was like, "Oh, can I have a go?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." It's totally pointless; just dies instantly. Like every few, it's 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 just not fun. It's it's really just not fun at all because a lot of the times I died. In fact, most of the time, whenever I died, it felt cheap and unavoidable. Like it didn't feel like it was. It didn't feel like it was like an actual like proper challenge. It just felt. It just felt cheap, which wasn't so good. Good. That's probably more than anyone's spoken about Knack, even at launch. I've got more. <laughs> oh, there's God. there's tons, but you know, if you feel me oh, to... Go on, just run through your bullet points quick. Just right. like, as quick as you can. There's no variety in the game. Okay. So they introduce some interesting ideas, but then do nothing with them. Right. The game gives you no freedom. It's just A to B constantly. It is, yeah. Um, the environments are really uninspiring, really boring. Uh, the, 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 ones in the, the bits in the caves were pretty good. Yeah, but it looks all right, but it's still just the same old thing, isn't it? But also, you know, there's that whole thing of like picking up gadgets, you know, that you're supposed to like combine That's right, little hidden things. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, is I, I never, I think I got like one complete set through the whole time I played through it, and they don't seem to do anything. It just seems really, I don't know. If you could have bought those, like you know, you could have like traded something or other to like buy them, that would have been good. Yeah, I remember that. It was just like, yeah, there was collectibles that didn't really actually do anything, were there? 
But also, I mean, there was a whole bunch of like slowdown as well in places. Did you notice that? Um, I remember the cutscenes being absolutely appalling for slowdown at the time when I played it. Uh, uh, I don't remember it in game. Yeah, in game, particularly towards the end, there's quite a lot of slowdown, especially towards the end because there's lots of um, Part like of as things stuff. get bigger and bigger, it gets kind of like ridiculous. I mean, it looks nice. I mean, in places it looks nice or a bit a bit dull, but I know looking back at it, it just it reminded me a bit of Cameo. If it was rubbish, you know, and Cameo is quite a good game, actually. I went back to it not so long ago, but at least they had some interesting ideas. With this, it just feels so, oh, it just feels so boring. Let me it's guess, do, right at the end, does he get bigger than he's ever been before? He gets pretty big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Predictable. Did, did you play it, Sean? No. It'll be, he's waiting for PS Plus, isn't he, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a, a 4K or forget it, mate. Okay, <laughs> get the fuck out. So that's the thing. I've heard that like loads of people are waiting for it on PlayStation Plus. I don't get why you can buy it for like about a fiver. Well, it's become a bit of a meme now, right? Like it, it was a bit of a joke, but the idea was that it was a classic launch game, and at the time, it was one of the first games that you know you would expect to hit PS Plus at the time because you know PS Plus was when that was back when they were actually releasing full type, full retail games and mm. um, and stuff like that. And it was just like, well, they can't release brand new full retail games that have just been released for the new console. However, Knack didn't... Um, well, it sold pretty well, but it, it wasn't really a massive success. So everyone just assumed that that would be, and because it was a Sony game, that would be the first PS Plus game. Uh, so after about a year of people going, oh, I'm surprised Knack hasn't made it yet. It's become a bit of a, yeah, a bit of an, a, an online joke now. I don't think anyone's genuinely waiting for it. I think even if it, yeah, I, mean, I think even if it came to PS Plus, I don't even know if I'd bother adding it to my account. Nah, probably, you know, I, life's, I, life's I, too I short. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did not hate it. I don't. Um, I'm surprised that you hated it so much. To be honest well, with I, you, Jeff. I didn't like totally hate it. I just found it really boring. It's yeah. just really tedious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find it hard to argue against that, definitely. And also, I mean, there's that whole thing about because like, it was Mark Cerny's thing, wasn't it? And because like, mm. it ends, it ends like saying written and directed by like Mark Cerny, but I just kind of get the feeling he probably didn't have much to do with it because he oh, was no, probably working on. He was massively involved, wasn't he? I'm sure. I'm sure they asked him about that. Like, how could you be working on the PS4 and this game? And uh, yeah, I think he sort of confirmed that he was heavily involved with it, but. Maybe he would just like to rub his name completely from that title. I don't know. <laughs> don't cover any glory, does it? Right. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Good. Uh, Matt, <clears throat> it's been a bit of a quiet one this week. Um, I've managed five minutes of gaming. Five minutes for, for the whole week. Yep. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, played Pac-Man two five six on on iOS. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! What is this? <laughs> what is this podcast? I mean, both of these pod- both of these games that you're talking about, Knack and this Pac-Man game, they both come out when Joypod have just finished, right? <laughs> I think uh, I'm pretty sure Pac-Man Two Five Six is a bit. Yeah, I think, I think it's this year. Yeah, it's this it's year. Not or this the year. Last year. It's last year, I think. Okay. Jesus. Well, whatever. I've been incredibly busy, but um, next week I'll be back to playing games. But um, yeah, it's really, really good. I've never, I haven't, I, I didn't really play much Pac-Man when it was on the 360, you know, was it, was it Championship Edition? Yeah, yeah. it's really and good. And like, the sequels just around the corner now. Yeah. Um, and uh, pre- and previous haven't, haven't been that great, actually. But um, but this is really, really awesome and fun. Um, have, have you guys all played it before? Yeah. I have, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, just, I, I mean, I haven't not played a Pac-Man game for, for so, so, so long. I just, I, it was just really fun for the five minutes I managed to play it for. Okay. Uh, Sean? <laughs> I've played... Um, <laughs> it's not a great week for any of us, this, is it? No, no. Mine is. <laughs> not for me, Dave. <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've had to go on uh, Metroid Blast Ball. Which is, you know, that, well, yeah, I was, quite, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, no, it's not Rocket League, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not complete shit, is it? It's like, even visually, you know, when we all saw videos early on, we were like, this is embarrassing. 3DS needs to get in a bin. Um, oh, that looks fine now. I don't know if they've changed yeah. anything or if it's just something, something about having it on a handheld. Um, yeah, it's just a weird little sort of FPS stroke football game and you, you're in a robot and for some reason there's a bit where you're not in the robot but there doesn't appear to be any actual gameplay thing to that. It's just like the lobby, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because it feels like that could have been used for something but whatever. Um, and just, yeah, it's like it's actually pretty exciting. Like you sort of... Just, you know, those moments of like sort of thinking you've you've got it absolutely nailed and then one of the enemies manages to knock the ball back towards you and then you're like, fuck, and you've got to rethink your positioning and really sort of, yeah, it's good. Enjoyed it. It's free and you can play it online. I don't think, is there any, there's no way to play with people you know, is there? It's just. Oh, so I think it's kind of random. Yeah. Good so. old Nintendo. Yeah, classic. Loving that. Um but yeah, there's like all the like unlockable skins for your mech and stuff, and just yeah. I mean, I am sort of intrigued by Federation Force now, a little bit. It's not as bad as people say it is at yeah. all. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm intrigued. But yeah, that's fucking that's it, mate. Other than that, it's just been more Destiny, more a bit bit more Deus Ex, um, and I've nothing new to say about either. I don't think. Oh, they they've patched Destiny so that it's now sort of. Ready for Rise of Iron next week. So, um, what, what, what stuff are you jumping on right now before the DLC drops? They've, well, they've like, I don't know, the change is really weird. So, the, the title screen's changed. Woo. Yeah, uh, it's got I new like music. That. Yeah, yeah, like, it's like new colors. Yeah, it's really nice. Really nice title screen music. Um, like, all that's really obvious now is apparently there's a new exotic um, sidearm that I really want. And apparently you can potentially get that through exotic engrams and stuff. One thing they seem to have done is now, like when you're doing your vanguard strikes or whatever, there's loads of green engrams again. And I was thinking, well, that sort of makes sense because, you know, because we're getting new content. So potentially green engrams will be worthwhile. For those who don't play Destiny, basically they're your sort of not very rare at all items. Um but because obviously the level cap's going to be raised and stuff, it's like, well, yeah, maybe we'll be at a point where actually you're going to be using green engrams for a bit um, and using your less rare items just because they've got better stats and stuff because the whole, you know, the, the goalposts have moved and everything. Um, but no, they're, they're all shit. Like all the green, like you're just getting all these green items and they're all like really bad stats. And it's like, why have they put this in? Why have they changed this? I don't get it. That- that's so strange, yeah. Because exactly as you said, whenever a new DLC drops, then it's just everyone's just doing green engrams again, then then blue, and then so on and so forth. Yeah, but, yeah. And you sort of you work your way up, but like, yeah. yeah. But it's like those green ones are already shit. 
now so, before so the new are content's there any, like, major actually changes yeah. I know like with previous DLCs I, 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 um, I would be suddenly have to, suddenly there's like another currency to save up or another energy source to save up is there anything <laughs> major in this they haven't this um, I don't know they, they might have talked about it if they have I, I haven't seen it I, as far as I'm aware there's no new weird currency stuff but Okay. Um, it would yeah, it would be the first time that there wasn't. So we'll see. Um, what, but what's a, what's a big thing in Rise of Iron that that we should be excited for? Because I, I I must admit this is the first Destiny Destiny DLC that I haven't really paid any attention to. But um, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it. I, I would like to, but um, I'll have to see. But so what what is the big thing that's that Rise of Iron is going to bring? Um, I mean, obviously, there's a, basically all the stuff you'd expect: new campaign bits, new Crucible maps. There's new raid. Um, where a massive robot chases you across the top of a wall. That looks very exciting. Awesome. Um, they've done the slightly shitty thing again. You know, like Taken King was like, look, there's all new enemies, but they're basically using the models of the old ones, but they've got different abilities and stuff, which if you play a lot of Destiny, that, like, that's a meaningful enough change, but you can, but it's weird that they would open themselves up to that criticism of being like, well, you've just reskinned, you've literally just reskinned the existing <laughs> enemies. Um, yeah, this time it's like, oh, it's the fallen guys again, but they've got some virus and it's mutating them. Why do they keep doing that? I don't know, man. As like I say, it's in gameplay terms, it is enough. But yeah, but just change what they look like. But yeah, bit. exactly. Just fucking, just I don't, know, I don't know how it works. Just draw some new characters, yeah. Scan them in on the three D <laughs> machine and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so yeah so that's a bit odd but i'm i'm intrigued um i mean I, i'm you know i'm i'm at that point where i'm just like oh is it more destiny 25 pounds thank you um so but you know we'll see i mean there's there's all like there's like a new social space which has all the new npcs to talk to and do shit for um there's some new um artifacts you can equip that you then have to do little mission trees for to like power them up and get your extra abilities or something like that um yeah, it sounds all right. But then, yeah, like, I, I think this will like be this will be it. Back. Yeah, it's it's it is wicked. Like, I'm still, um, you know, the jokes about like you know, like oh, they've given us green engrams again, and it's a fucking waste of time. I'm still, I'm just enjoying playing it. I'm just, I can. Yeah, well, that's it. The gameplay is just so good in that yeah. game that I it. Did, I mean, I want to go back to it. I'm a little bit wary about doing that because mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of games coming out, new experiences that I want to try. Yeah, um, I mean, this is you know, like I've said, uh, you know, conversations about Battlefield One, uh, Titanfall Two, stuff like that. And part of me is like, yeah, but I'm just going to be playing Destiny, and that's cool from a value of money point of view. But yeah, like, uh, is it wise to just play more Destiny in lieu of one or two other new interesting shooters that are actually very different to what I've been playing for the last, you know, because I've been playing Destiny for fucking two years now. Yeah, like those brand new IPs, uh, Titanfall and Battlefield. Battlefield. Brand new, there's nothing else like them. <laughs> Quite <laughs> like them. <laughs> um, See, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to get it, to be honest. Cause Cause have I you played, really played Destiny, Destiny, James? I have played we it. We played, played it for a bit, didn't we? A bit, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But See, it, I'm kind of tempted to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I know... Um, God, I can't remember if it was on here on Midnight Resistance. Someone was asking... Um, how they get into it now and like honestly i'm so far in i couldn't even tell you like i don't know if you buy the game um and it's worth pointing out that they're doing like a new everything edition which is like 40 50 quid which includes the base game and all the dlc um if you're thinking of getting involved that is by far the cheapest way of doing it um 
but I've no idea what it now looks like if you start the game now with that. Do you know what I mean? I think I think it still looks the same. I still think you've got the same, you know, intro and yeah, you know, first like mission structure and everything. But um, I think wasn't there a item that you get with uh, House Walls or Taken King where um you can up level up a single player to like level 50 straight away well that took you yeah the i think it was taken king did it and that took you up to level 20 um oh, 20 but obviously that cap is now 40 and then you've got your light level to think about so the the level cap in and of itself isn't like it doesn't really mean a lot anymore yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah apparently uh, this new one does come with basically the same thing um gets you up to level 40 straight away um oh that's good yeah but it's such yeah, a strange James, thing, like, because by doing that, like, if you've just paid, you know, 40, 50 quid for, you know, the entire in, entirety of Destiny, would you not think, like, yeah, but by using that item, am I, am I not just skipping, like, 18 months worth of content? Or am I getting to the good stuff with Destiny and playing with my friends faster? Yeah, but it does mean you don't have to play House of Wolves, so... House of Wolves is all right, man. It was the... <laughs> It was a dark below. Was it? Yeah, oh, dark, it was below? dark below. So yeah, oh, the dark dark below I couldn't was, have yeah, that. Like, um, it was pretty bad. Yeah, and it just like it just seems so strange to just be like, you know, like if you buy this game and all your mates are like, yeah, come play Destiny with us. It's really good. Skip most of it. <laughs> Use this item and skip loads of it, and just join us with the new stuff. It'll be wicked. I don't know. I think I think you'll still have plenty. Like uh, the whole pill with that game is playing with your mates, mm. and if you've got mates that are gonna start again from scratch then fair enough but mm. there ain't many people that's going to want to do that yeah uh they'll all want to continue with their high level characters yeah, so sure. if, if that gets you within playing distance with of them then all good yeah absolutely um, just like i say just, you know when they, they sell that edition of destiny it's like yeah it's got the, all the news got dark below it's got house of walls it's got taken king it's like, da, da, da. it's like but realistically you might never touch like to that if you're starting now never mind the base game itself you know it's just weird yeah. Well, um, Activision, if you're listening, send us a couple of codes with you. I can't be bothered to email you. I'm I've too already, busy I've already paid up for it, mate. I'm, I'm a mug. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about you. Oh, Me okay. and Matt, we need to get involved, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Right. You get um, back on the old Destiny train. Okay, so I've actually been playing a new game. Uh, Thank God. Uh, it's not. It's coming out Friday by the time you're listening to this. Um it's called Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, uh, which is a game that I wasn't really interested in because my football hole in my life was kind of filled by Rocket League. Like that was the game that was it was neutral times of existence. Um, this I played the demo and was very very impressed. Um, I'm playing the full game now and I'm even more so impressed. It's yeah, I I rang up my brother. He's I think he's going to pop over on Friday night, and we're going to have a little bit of a session on it. Um, and he, I said, "You've got to play the new Pro Evo. It's amazing." And he said, well, "What makes it amazing?" And I said, "Well, do you remember when we'd been playing FIFA year in year out, and then this new game hit the scene, Pro Evolution Soccer?" And I had a DVD on PSM two, I think it was, uh, that showed the gameplay footage, and we watched that footage over and over again because it looked like proper football. You know, it was such a huge step to everything we'd seen before. I was, it blew me away. Like it blew us both away. And we were like, this is an actual football game that's coming out. And then when we got the game, it was like, holy shit, this really is that good. Uh, that's what PES 2017 feels like to play. Like, um, 
it's just the the animations, the the uh, the way the players react, the way they make runs, the way they pass. Um, they seem to have toned down on a lot of the tactical stuff that FIFA's built on uh, year after year, like tactical defending and um, you know skill moves and stuff like that. It seems to have stepped back in a way, but benefits from it because it's a lot less complicated. But you know the rule set going in. So like with with FIFA. It's kind of like, um, yeah, tactical defending, you hang off a player and then when you're ready, when the time's right, you jump in and then, you know, stick a foot out. But because of the way that everything's been built up, sometimes that just won't work and a player will just skip past you and then put it in the back of the net. Whereas whereas in Pez 2017, you know exactly where to put your players to cut out passes and there'll be times where you're you're sort of doing the risk reward thing if i close this player down chances are i can nick the ball off them but i'm also leaving this you know attacking player exposed so although it doesn't it's probably not as tactical from a gameplay point of view the rule set around what you're doing while you're playing makes it very tactical and you know that as i say that risk reward stuff is there constantly because this game is all about creating space and whether you do that through formations or putting players in certain places or just pinging the ball about to create space that's what this game is all about it's about creating space and then attacking that space um and I, it just looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, some of the characters... I sent you a video of... Well, I tweeted it as well, of uh, De Haye, didn't I, Matt? Yeah, De Haye, and also... Um, you sent another one, didn't you, with some other player? Oh, no, it was just Fardy scoring. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the, the yeah, commentator... De Haye does look amazing. Is he... Um, like, Because I've seen him... A few people share a picture or video of him, but is it that some players that look amazing and others don't is it like a yeah as we've always there's i mean definitely when you step down leagues or pick not as popular teams there are like the sort of stock players that they they always put in there um and uh yeah that that's still there and they stick out like a sore thumb because the the players that you recognize look so good that the others just kind of look like a wax model of i don't know a really average person but um uh, yeah, so some look better than others, and still, no, no games developer have ever been able to um, create something that actually looks like Rooney. He's like the missing link, and no <laughs> one's worked out how to do. It. He's like a walking um, uncanny valley. That bloke. <laughs> um, and yeah, we were flicking through some of the players. Like I, my brother-in-law over, and we were flicking through some of the players to look how good. Oh, look how good that that player looks. Look how realistic he looks. And then you just go to Rooney and just go. Yeah, that looks nothing like him. But then what does, what looks like Wayne Rooney? <laughs> apart from like a, just a potato on the floor of Sainsbury's. Um, yeah, it's, it, but the, I mean, the graphics are all well and good, but the game is so smooth. I don't know if it's 60 frames per second. Um, it certainly feels like it's been bumped up. The frame rate's been bumped up, bumped up from the last edition. Um, although saying that I did play that on Xbox One, so that's kind of understandable. Um, feels so smooth, responsive, uh, everything works really well. There's a few minor gropes I've got with it so far in, in that the referee decisions are sometimes a bit off, especially with heavy fouls. Like sometimes you can get the ball cleanly and it will still, because you've gone in hard, it will still blow 
blow up for a free kick or you know if you followed through but you've clearly got the ball first it's still free kicks and stuff and then there have been times where um I've absolutely wiped players out and have been given nothing um and there's also a really disappointing thing that they've changed for this year where um offsides are called immediately so the moment the ball is kicked towards a, a player that's offside the whistle goes and then you just restart you never see that you know with offside it's really complicated you've got several phases there are several different rules and nine times out of ten even if there's a player offside if the defender intercepts it you can just continue um that never happens the moment the ball's kicked towards a player with in an offside position the whistle goes and then goes straight to free kick and i guess that's trying to speed up the process of the game stop the sort of bloatedness that sort of plagued fifa over the past few years with these extended cutscenes and you know dragging things out and stuff but it just doesn't feel right. You know, it's too mechanical, that stuff. Yeah, it's not really realistic. I mean, I, I, I think I've said to you years ago, or over the past few years, I've always wanted a football game, Pez or FIFA, I guess, where where maybe offside goals could go in, you know, just like every single weekend, you know, in the Premier League and, and other football leagues. You know, every, every weekend there's always goals that are blatantly offside, but the referee doesn't see it. And I'm sure I've read reasoning before whereby you know the, the FIFA don't want to put uh, to make referees look like they're not doing a job properly and, and they've make, made mistakes even though that is definitely a part of the English game every maybe single that, weekend maybe that but they, they definitely but I'd love the... that I've known like a really early FIFA 94, 95, 96 whatever where you can like sit like a strictness of the referee yeah yeah a meet on that would be amazing whereby maybe you're playing with your mate and maybe one's offside and you'd be like oh I can't believe you scored an offside goal and it'd be annoying but it would also be much more realistic and uh yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, you're right. Do Obviously, that. you'd have to switch it off for online play because yeah, that yeah. stuff gets so competitive that, that you know, it don't really work. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, taking even the smallest amount of drama away is a bit disappointing. But then, because the game plays so well, the drama's sort of built up on the pitch anyway. The back and forth and trying to beat players and trying to work out new ways to to get around uh, the defense and. Mm. China. It's just beautiful. the The only thing that's holding me back from saying this is the best football game, that like this is the next step in football games, is the um, uh, is is that the online servers aren't switched on yet. Um, and yes, it's true, and I've said it a million times. It hasn't got the game modes that FIFA's got. You know, it's not got online co op seasons uh, or anything like that. Um, and the game modes that it do that it does have are so complicated and convoluted that it's you know it's a bit of a pain in the ass to wrap your head around. Um, but so long as the the lag is kept down and it runs well online, I, I can see myself playing this a lot. Um, it certainly seems to have dropped the ridiculous amount of messages you get when you launch up the game and all that sort of stuff. You know, hopefully they get rid of the data packs and then I mean don't get rid of the data packs. Just don't have. Of 18 messages if I don't log in for a month telling me how many boots I've downloaded. I don't need that shit. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for this to go online and I'm really excited for uh, DJ Deimos to release his mod pack for the PS4. It, you can't do it on the Xbox One, but the PS4 accepts custom files. So um, yeah, go to... Uh, just search at DJ Deimos on Twitter and uh, go to his website and order. I think it's like 15 quid, these USB keys, but totally worth it. Like, totally worth it. Yeah, um, I've got a couple of questions actually about Pez. 
Um, it, so um, this okay. is this the first year it's got Champions League as a proper licensed trophy. No, Champions game? League's been no tro- Champions League's been in it for a while. Okay, okay, but, but, but obviously they've got official teams like Barcelona and stuff. I, I wasn't, I was on the impression that they had more Champions League stuff. But is it standard like it's been in previous years? And yeah, yeah. So I mean, so they have the 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 Champions League competition. Um, and you know they have all the logos and all that sort of stuff when you go in fact that's what I've been playing the most because I don't want to start a league because the there's a um, a patch coming that sorts out all the, the transfers um, that's coming on Thursday I think um, oh is it tomorrow it might be coming tomorrow I can't remember uh, but there's a patch coming to sort the transfers out and once you start a, a league mode then you're stuck with the, the fucked up transfers or you know the old the the teams from the end of last season rather than the right, okay. teams. And have they confirmed how often they're gonna be updating squads weekly. and team rosters? They and have stuff? weekly. That's a, that's that's what I saw an interview during E three and they said we apologise for how long how bad it was for twenty sixteen, but we are going to have weekly updates for cool. for schedules. And are they uh, gonna have anything like FIFA seasons? Well, they've they've had that for a few years as well. It's called uh, online divisions. Um, but my biggest gripe with that is that I like playing as sort of lower league teams, obviously because I'm a Millwall fan. Like, it's all like it's all I know, boy. Um, and it didn't uh, it didn't adjust it the matchmaking. So although I was picking Millwall a few seasons ago, um, it I couldn't. I, all I was playing was Barcelona and Real Madrid. And it was kind of like, oh, fuck's sake. So I'm waiting for the um, the servers to be switched on to see if they've put that right and that I can pick a lower league team and get matched against another lower league team or or a team of, you know, similar uh, skill level. Cool. Uh, and yeah. in, terms, in terms of online, well, what what do you need it to do online that it, it could, I mean, it may not compete with FIFA because FIFA has, has obviously such, you know, such a wealth of online options, but what's it need to do to actually be enough for you to enjoy and play every week? It, ne- it needs to run with no lag. Like the game, that's it. That's it, really. So it's been it lag, really. That's yeah, been the issue I mean, over the years. Yeah, I mean, it, there's always been a bit of lag, lag in football games anyway, because there's a lot of data that's being passed between the two consoles. Um, but if it runs as smoothly as it does on, it, like pe- last year's PES was really good. The problem was it didn't feel as solid as it needed to be, and cracks started to appear, and it just wasn't as fun to play. This seems to have smoothed out all the little cracks in in last year's game and really fucking built upon it. Really made something that feels solid, fun to play, so quick and and so good to look at that. Um, yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna have to play this next time we meet up, Matt, because it is just out of this world. Yeah, like I mean, it's I mean is amazing. Good. Local anyway. I always prefer Pez local to FIFA. Uh, FIFA was great online, but I just think Pez local two player was just was the best anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, there were several years worth, weren't there, James, where it just completely folded. I mean, the the three sixty years were not kind to Pez at all in any way. Um, but this really does feel like a huge step up. Um, yeah, and I just, I mean, I've enjoyed every game that I've played. It's been so interesting and so much fun to play that if they manage to maintain that online, then I can't see any reason to buy the next FIFA. Although having saying that, there's a new engine for FIFA and we don't know what it's like. And if you're listening to this on Wednesday when it goes up, then the new uh, the new FIFA games demo is out. It came out yesterday, so I'm interested to see what that's like. Because I've heard positive things about that as well, to be fair. 
Yeah, I'm I'm so interested to see what story mode's like in that, and uh, the fact they've got managers on, on touchline now is also interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like licensed managers. There's managers on pairs, obviously, but they're just little generic dudes with suits. Um, so speaking about amazing demos, it's not only related to FIFA, but the um, Forza Horizon 3 demo is actually out now, so I'm really excited to download that. Oh, I've got to check that, that out. That game, no, I don't, you know, the the last game was so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, if, if anyone's anything half as good as the second one, I'm definitely buying that. I'd love that so much. And apparently Australia is an awesome location for this sort of stuff, like for the early impressions of a demo, at least. Cool. So, yeah, really excited for that. Have to check it out. Right, okay, that's enough about what we've been playing this week. Let's get straight on to the listeners' questions and ting. All right? Okay, so we got some emails. That um, was really quick, you... James. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I, was, I was ready. Well actually. done, man. So, yeah. So if you if you do want to email us, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. And the first one we've got says, uh, Hello, lads and mirror dads. Uh, I enjoyed the discussion last week about which developer stories would make great documentaries. For me, it would be the development of Dark Souls 2. I genuinely, properly love that game, perhaps even more so than its predecessor. But the general consensus would say that I'm mad. There's some really amazing stuff in there, especially in Scholar of the First Sin edition. Yet plebeians continue to dismiss it as not being made by Miyazaki and made by the B-team. I'd really love to see the From Software guys working on Dark Souls 2, pouring their hearts and souls into it and creating something really special. Maybe then the not Miyazakas would see that the game stands side by side with the original rather than its shadow. So here's a somewhat related question. Is there a game you absolutely love that everyone else seems to hate? And that's from Tom Durbin. Ooh, that's a good one, because this came up on um, Rollmup not that long ago, and the only thing that I could think of... <laughs> no, because I didn't, you know, properly love it. Um, I, I don't know. Every every game that everyone hates, I'm trying to think. Like, for example, I didn't mind the All Day in 86. Like, it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever played. But then I couldn't say that I loved it either. The closest thing I can think of is is Candy Crush, because <laughs> <laughs> so many people hated that, and I was like, actually, this is pretty good. I'm enjoying this. That's about that's the only answer I've got for that. Disappointing. Sorry. So I think I've. I was gonna say I think everyone knows mine because you know I'm the fucking celebrity in that. Um, yeah, you love that shit. Yeah, too human, obviously. Uh, oh yeah, of course. And to a lesser extent, uh, El Shaddai. Ascension of the Metatronic. I don't think people hated that game. I think they were just a bit like, what is this? Um, whereas I fucking loved it. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's played that game and said they didn't like it. Mm. I mean, you do overrate it, but it, is, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a bad game. Yeah. I, um, I quite like Crackdown 2, even though no one else did. Yeah. Oh, I did not like Crackdown but 2 I, I did not all. play Crackdown 1. Or I, um, I don't think, I'm not sure if I'll play it at all, and if I did, I barely played it. But yeah, I... I Crackdown 2 was okay. I, I, I got all the orbs. I, I finished it. I quite enjoyed it. I know no one else did, but uh, yeah. Looking forward to the next Crackdown whenever that eventually resurfaces. Mm. Oh, one shit. Day. Of course, um, Shadowfall was another one, wasn't it, Matt? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that. that. That was a solid launch title. It would look good at the time. Uh, yeah. People hated that game, though. They hated it. Did you ever get round to playing that, Sean? Uh, wait, which one? Are you in Shadowrun? No, no, Shadow, no, Kills. Kills, no, Kills Shadow, sorry, Shadow I think Shadowrun, that launch one for the 360, there was shit. Uh, oh, no. I, do you know, I think I did own it, but I think I was way too late for the online stuff. I think I just totally missed it. I, did, I barely played it online. We, we, okay. I just, I, I thought that the mechanic with the owl 
Is it was it called the owl? Yeah, the owl. No. Yeah, that was pretty good. It worked quite well. Yeah, it's all, I, the final level is an absolute shit show. But apart from that, I, I did the stealth one. Yeah, it was an Jesus Christ! <laughs> that horrific. drove me. It suddenly mutated into something that was completely different, and that drove me absolutely insane. It actually that felt level, like it was Matt. broken. Like the actual stealth mechanics did not work. Yeah. Anyway. It, yeah, it had some nice like scenery and it, it had some great set pieces and yeah i mean it's a it's a classic sort of six out six or seven out of ten notch tile but i enjoyed it for what it was yeah <laughs> it was my favorite um kill zone game i'll tell you that yep yeah not hard but yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> uh sean uh not sean james what's your name i don't know i, I really can't think of anything to be honest you but... hate everything don't you? well there's there is that too, hang on yeah. your favorite zelda's bloody twilight princess Good point. Uh, okay, it's not my favourite, but yeah, it is good. <laughs> with the wolf one? Yeah. Yes. Awful. You say that every time. It's like you're like the wolf one. It's like, yeah. I didn't know Skyward... Was this Skyward Sword, he flo- flies about and shit, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? it Next is. question. What will he do next? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, all. Can Jones please talk about Knack on that Into Something podcast? Right, okay, or... that's where you could have deleted that one next. <laughs> no, 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 because I've... Oh, go on. No, go on. What? what? No, I'm not going to read it now. You <laughs> let's let's move on. <laughs> Can we talk about talk more about Inside no. yet? With Journey being out on PS Plus, I think James and Matt said they haven't played it yet. If they've played it, I'll be interested in hearing their thoughts. You, played it yet. You'll definitely hear their thoughts when they've played that. Um, Sean, mate, honestly, come on. <laughs> You've not had it spoiled for you either. No. Come on, have I a think word. Which, is, which is almost what makes it easier because you know, like if people were still talking about it, I'd be like, "No fuck, I need to get that done before it gets spoiled for me." But everyone's just sort of gone quiet, so I'm just like, oh, "I'll do it one day." Do it today. <laughs> well, at least do it this year because we can't have any game of the year conversations otherwise without you. That's right. Okay, it will definitely happen this year. I'll commit to that. I'm okay, looking good. forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Journey, yeah, I'm really excited to play it. I'm going to play it this week. This week, How long do you reckon that'll take to finish? Three, four oh, hours? Yeah, if that. No, no, yeah, no I mean, I'm already like halfway through. What I might do um, is finish it and then, uh, guys, if you want a guest on Interface, I'll, I can come <laughs> on and talk about that. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I should go back and play it. I only played it through once mm. and um, I... I still think it's a little bit overrated but uh maybe i should play it again and i might like it a little bit more i don't know i'm definitely going to download it and play it anyway how um how long is journey not very literally about three hours yeah cool so it's a one sitter sort of game yeah definitely oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah definitely do, do try and do it like one sitting can sound up just oh yeah. yeah you've totally got yeah you've totally got to do it in one sitting there's okay, a specific cool. reason why you've got to do it in one will, sitting. yeah well i've got time now i've got my life back so i will um <laughs> Absolutely play it this week, hopefully. Yeah. Okay, James, this is... That, that's your cue, James. Yeah, if you could have a finished copy <laughs> on, of any game up, from guys, the guys, future... <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you could have a finished copy of any game from the future, what would it be? It has to be a game that is officially in development. If I could have a, f- a copy, what, like right now? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'd go for Shenmue 3, obviously. But, uh, I got Half-Life so no. 3. It's not in development, Matt. It is. <laughs> Dave, it is. No, it's not. It is! It's not. Um, it is. It's dead. Long since dead. It's not. Uh, 
I'm bank off a mafia. <laughs> a <laughs> telling you this. Any game. Capone's given you a wish to any game and you've chosen a game that's be out in like four weeks' time. What What else is there? Oh, a fantasy game that's... Well, a one that's been announced but is miles away from completion. Yeah, like, like you, you want something... Last Guardian. No, <laughs> no, you want something really. potentially exciting, but like, yeah, like, like, there's been like the barest whisper of it, like it's officially being worked on, but that's all we know. Yeah, like, like Cuphead. Nah, I can't think of one. Horizon Would, Zero I mean, Dawn. Um, is that all that um Red Dead stuff was fake, wasn't it? So I can't pick that. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I don't know. There's nothing really that's like. Oh, of course, yeah, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Okay. Yeah, of course, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. that would definitely be the one that I choose. I'm trying to think yeah, of something less obvious, but um, I'm an idiot apparently. So Mass Effect. Mass then. Effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm not completely like excited about that game. I'm not 100 well, sure. Well, the, the bit they showed. Um, going back to the the PlayStation meeting. Um looked incredible but it made i mean it's probably just a bad bit but it made the game look boring as shit didn't it <laughs> yeah but i mean if you watch any sort of like go back and watch some mass effect 2 like let's play yeah, and stuff yeah. there's a lot of walking about there is it's not re- it's not really that doesn't concern yeah. me because like it's all about just getting wrapped up in the story and the characters and the world yeah and, and obviously this was just like a context-free slice and it was like oh you've done some jumps and you've gone to a panel and pushed some buttons and then ran away um but it was just me yeah because it was totally out of context it was just sort of meaningless and i sort of came away sort of being like well that looked stunning but also dull is this the main is this the main team working on this or is it like a, a new developer no, main team i think yeah good i mean i know then- but i think bioware i think they've they've started advertising for some staff that employees are also doing a new Dragon Age but it looks like they're sort of alternating I think so yeah well I'm, ba- I'm bang up for some uh, just get get just even for the soundtrack is going to be amazing yeah. again isn't it have they confirmed anything about continuing the story do I because I, mean, I started Mass Effect 1 gave up when not that Mako stuff appeared and also it's incredibly buggy when I played it mm-hmm. didn't play Mass Effect 2 do you think I'm going to need to play the previous game to no. get the most out of this? Doesn't one? sound like no. it. I think Apparently it's a bit clean break. It's a new. It? It's a fully yeah, new thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know there's going to be some sort of cameo. Oh like, yeah, there's there'll be definitely going stuff, to be yeah. some. But in sort terms of like real... continuing save files and stuff, it's fresh. It's totally yeah, fresh. It's completely yeah. fresh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm a bit annoyed the extent to which they basically there was like a trailer where they mentioned Commander Shepard, don't they? What was that? Yeah, there's, I can't remember. There's like a load of dialogue and they're just like, yeah, you're right, Commander Shepard. And it's like, oh, no, just fucking tie it off. It's done. <laughs> Wink at the lens. Yeah, so it's like, oh, did about, you know? It's the same universe with different characters. Yeah. Well, the, I think the, basically the premise of this one is that you are going to a, like an undiscovered or unexplored bit of the galaxy. Um, right. So you're like a trailblazer. <laughs> and hopefully Miranda. Still very nice place in my heart she holds a romance to right up I did <laughs> James save us alright tweets um, if you want to tweet us it's um, at computer game pod on twitter we have more and emails than that we definitely have more emails than that go on yeah well I cut all the ones that you told me to so I, yeah I didn't tell you to cut any I just said that make your own <laughs> clear choices anyway go on let's go Okay, so Phil Wall says, uh, now that he's resigned from being an MP, what game should David Cameron get stuck into while waiting for his job seekers allowance to kick in? 
Hogs of War. Like, get uh, the, them new Dragon Quest ones on the 3DS, mate. Got <laughs> yeah. time for them now. <laughs> I mean, that's always the answer, isn't it? When it's like, oh, someone's got a lot of time on their hands, what should they play? It's fucking JRPG, because adults don't get to play them anymore. Well, I know. I'm trying Destiny. to play Dragon Quest Seven at the moment. <laughs> play Destiny. Become legend. Yeah, mate, do right? it. Become legend <laughs> and ruin up the future of our children. By exiting, <laughs> right? Okay, jamming taxes, jamming says, if each of you could resurrect a now redundant chocolate bar brand, what would it be? Oh man, I can't um, even is think this of reason any. Reason the chocolate chew? Oh yeah. Oh, reasons were crap, man. Well, that, like that, that was that's the only one right? that came to mind. Oh no, no, no! Reasons, but they would soft the caramel with biscuit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all right. Yep. All the good ones are still about. Yeah. Basically, yeah, Can't like the thing, with, the thing with most confectionery, right, is that natural selection has taken place and it's working. Yeah. Like, it's not like <laughs> the, there are it's no true. like plucky underdogs. That... I think that's called natural selection box. <laughs> the, the, the only thing, there's nothing been close to like, you know, animals evolving through millions and millions of years. Chocolate bars are like the closest <laughs> that has come to it because now we're at a stage where they're like, yeah, just stick cookies in it. What? Yeah, just like biscuits and that. Just stick that in there. Really? Yeah, fuck it. And it's like, yeah, this is the best. Let's keep this around. Yeah, there's nowhere else like, to go. Like, you know, have you got you? You ever bought a bar of dairy milk recently? Yeah. You walk up and there's about a billion different types, yeah. and they all started off as hey special offers, but now they're just all amazing. Yeah. The, the Oreo, um, honestly, the Oreo dairy milk chocolate is the best thing ever. It is good stuff. Like, I, I'm not. A, massive fan of dairy milk but that that is the absolute nuts plus like you know we're at a point now where every supermarket has its own range of fancy white chocolate chip cookies and they're all bangers they are good well you've got to squeeze the packet first have you noticed that (laughs) go on you know you know you're talking about the cookies right? the the hard cookies yeah those are pretty good the ones that come in the cat like and they have like quadruple chocolate cookies and they're about two quid yeah they're good Right, but you know the cookie, the soft cookie ones they do. Mm-hmm. Always make sure you squeeze the bag, mate, because there's nothing more disappointing than pulling out a hard one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're pulling out a hard one of me, because that's equally disappointing. that's equally disappointing. <laughs> uh, I've got a banging answer for this. Do you yeah. remember fuses? Yeah, yeah, they were well nice. And fuses were nice. Okay, Matt. They? Are you by any chance on the Daily Mirror's website at the moment? No, no, I'm on a different one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what have you looked at? What have you Googled? Like, chocolate bars oh. aren't around anymore. Toffo yeah. is another good one. Although, this isn't a chocolate bar, but Jolly Ranchers, can you still get them? Oh, I've not seen yeah, them America. for a while. Yeah, they're the watermelon ones that scuppered it for me. What one have you got also, on your link? There's also the trio. I've got the trio. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, trio. Matt, Matt, you totally got exposed. Then that's really funny. You fucked me over there. Oh, have I? Have you heard of Fuse? Fuse was a brand of chocolate bar manufactured by Cadbury in the United Kingdom. (laughs) The product was unusual for being seventy percent solid bar of milk chocolate, with the remaining thirty percent, or 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 so I remember. I'm trying to remember (laughs) from from my my youthful thoughts. I'll tell you what we don't. See, childhood um... is the right way of saying that, not youthful thoughts. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what we don't get here anymore, but I believe America still has them. Pretzel flips, mate. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, right. Oh yeah, no, those <laughs> the, the, they were all the rage, like, but the, they come in the blue bags, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were covered in chocolate. Can we move on. This is boring. Yeah, you're totally right. This is awful. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. I just realised. No, he's right. He's right because there's there's that whole thing with like um I don't know if you've ever heard of Ian Lee but he absolutely hates the chopped the, the um like nostalgia about chocolate bars yeah. and he's the reason why is because you turn on any local radio station <laughs> that get no callers and that's what they go with. Oh, what was your favorite favorite sweets growing up? What was your favorite sweets? Yeah, I'm always ringing <laughs> up saying cool. fuse. <laughs> <laughs> Just slamming the phone down. <laughs> Goodbye. Next caller. Darth Gamer says, should I get Titanfall 2 on Xbox or PS4 and why? Depends where your mates are playing it. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's the only yeah. answer. That's that's like, I gather there, are, I gather some... there are some minor technical differences, but... Uh. Yeah, if you've got no mates, get it on PS4. Yeah. But uh, if you've got mates and they're playing on Xbox One, get it on that. That's what we're having to do, isn't it, Matt? Sadly, yes. Mason says, uh, now that streaming video can't show HDR, VR or 4K, will we see a brief renaissance in written games coverage? Nah. <laughs> it's not connected. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, people would still rather see an unfaithful video rather than a, 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 a written piece, I think. They'd rather see a guy in a t-shirt screaming down a microphone about you know, stuff. That's what they'd rather see than read. Rather see a teenager eating a chili and going, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that did." Ah, <laughs> uh, they'd rather see men on a treadmill with Lego balls, <laughs> and then they're going to copy and paste it. I'd rather and paste it on your Facebook wall. I'd rather see a man going to get up in the morning and see it again. I'd rather see a man wee into a thing like a cop. And then drink it, and then be sick in the cop, and then drink the sick. Can you, can you send me that one? Just 16-bit Smith says, sick. if you could pick any one developer to make the inevitable NX launch title next F-Zero game, what would it be? Or who would it be, rather? Sumo? I was going to say, yeah, yeah Sumo. Sumo, man. I mean, I, I really enjoyed Sonic, whatever it was, Sonic Kart 2. Um and there's a, there's a couple of tracks in that. Was it the Sonic sort of casino level on that, which properly feels like an F Zero game? It's really good. What's Sumo up Surely. to these days? Because I know they did Little Big Planet three for some reason, and then beyond that, I've no idea what they've been up to. I think they've all been taken down an alley and shot in the air. <laughs> if they were behind uh, Little oh, Big Planet three. I heard it was a recent game, uh, the one that's out, but it hasn't really been publicised as a Sumo game. But I have no idea. What that's the thing, isn't it? Because Little Big Planet three, they never made a big deal about it being Sumo. It seems odd no. that a game like that, like that um, Media Molecule, would be happy to let someone else handle it. But then I guess actually, it's never really sold that well. So and they're like, "Oh, you're going to take it off us? Uh, okay." Yeah. The correct answer is 22 cans. Yes. Next question. Oh, we're done. Wow, we've finished in a decent time this week. Yeah. So, it's, still tw- hey. it's still 25 to midnight and I've got to do the dishes before I go to bed. That's a good point. Listeners, you've got 15 minutes. Just do free time now. You can do what you want. Okay? But first, let's hear Matt. <laughs> Read out some fucking fucking social media bollocks. <laughs> Over to you, Matthew. Uh, the show's on iTunes. Leave us a review oh, if you want. Yep. Five Please. stars. 
Yeah. Uh, we're also on Twitter. You can tweet at Computer Game Pod. We also get a lot of abuse in the week, but feel free to join the abuse on bit, Twitter. Matt. Yeah. We're also on Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube. New episodes Facebook. go up on YouTube every week. And you can email us at gmail.com. Also already done that. Oh. £40, sponsor the show, get involved. All right? Say We'll say anything. Just write it down at 40 quid. And and don't come to us with two for 60. No. I was tempted. Yes. I thought that was a go. At least, <laughs> at least we would have got 30 quid for this one. But you're right. It's, we're not doing, bar- we're not bargaining with you. We don't, we don't bargain with terrorists. We don't. Or anyone else. With those we, we can guys. do two for eighty, but that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Forty quid. Get in touch. My name's Off David Turner. Your name is Matt Murray. Your name is Sean Bell. His name is James Farley. Thanks for fucking living it. We'll see you next week. All right. Sumo Digital are working yeah, right. on Crackdown Three. Yeah. And and Dead Island Two. Get it released. Bye. Bye.